Hello everyone. This is a topic that I really wanted to cover today because it is a theme that I see week after week after week with check-ins, with clients that I do, with conversations that I get into on social media. Basically, speak to so many people and it is a recurring theme that just comes up all the time and I think we're all guilty of it to an extent um, no matter what form it comes in and that is having self-compassion and I really wanted to sort of dive into how self-compassion can really help you to reach your goals because not having self-compassion and constantly beating yourself up will take away in the long run from you being able to reach your goals. So it's something to really think about. And I just want to caveat this right from the start that I'm not talking about laziness here. So this is not me making this podcast, recording this podcast to say, give yourself unconditional permission to lie on the sofa day in, day out. That's absolutely not what I mean because that is not self-care. That is not self-compassion. You know, there absolutely are times where we have to tell ourselves, right, that's enough. Let's get to work because your goals are not going to reach themselves. But if you are guilty of constantly berating yourself, constantly beating yourself up, you're unable to see any good in what you have achieved or what you have managed to achieve, then potentially being more self-compassionate is something you want to think about and something that could really help you to get closer to your goals. And when we say self or or not having self-compassion, it comes in so many, so many forms. So, you know, it's pushing through and training or, you know, when, you, when you're sick or you've got an injury, it's not allowing yourself time to rest and to recover and being compassionate for what your body needs. It might come in the form of constantly beating yourself up, you know, something outside of your control has happened and you've not managed to go to the gym, you've not managed to do your workout, you've had to eat on the go because of X, Y and Z. Life happens no matter what stage of the journey you are in and life will continue to happen because, you know, it's it goes back to the whole waiting for the perfect time scenario where there is never going to be a perfect time. We always are going to have to learn to do life while working on our health and fitness because that that is what it's all about. And really achieving your goals and having health and fit, having a healthy lifestyle long term, figuring out how to do life whilst still making positive choices is what gives it that longevity. So it's so, so important. And self-compassion is a huge part of that because there are going to be times in life when the poo hits the fan and, you, you know, you can't do it all. So it's really something to think about. 
another way is focusing on negatives all the time. So if you're somebody that tends to lean towards only seeing negatives, you know, you're very sort of downtrodden about everything. It's you might have achieved whatever, you know, you might have achieved really a great score on say you're say you're tracking your nutrition and you have stayed within your calorie targets, you've hit your protein targets, you've managed to get three or four or five veggies in every day, and you've managed to go your daily walks, but something's happened and you've missed your workouts for that week. And in your mind, all you can think is, I've not done my workouts, the whole week's been crap, the whole week's been rubbish, it's a write-off. That is just focusing solely on the negatives. You know, think about the other things that you have done, think about the other things that you have achieved, because okay, in an ideal world, you would like to take everything off and for it all to be 100% optimal. But there's weeks when that just can't happen. So stop focusing on the negatives and, and think about, okay, but look, I've still done this. Next week, I'm going to get my workouts in by doing this, whatever it is, you know, being better organized. I'm going to, you know, commit to slightly less, whatever it is, but focus on the positives as well. There was research conducted at Stanford University and it actually shows the more that you criticize yourself, the slower progress you make. And it makes so much sense because if we actually think about it from a sort of outside perspective, say, let's talk about a a work environment. You work for an, an employer or a person, whatever, and you are constantly trying your best you are never given any praise. You're never told any positives about what you do. You show up every day, even though you're tired, you know, you keep you keep going, you keep plumbing through everything, you do your absolute best, and all the boss ever has to say to you is negative, negative, negative. I mean, I think, you know, you don't have to think too deeply about it, but you know, it's pretty obvious how motivated and the amount of job satisfaction you're going to have from that sort of place. Like when you don't feel valued and you don't feel that anything you do is right or everything you do is seen as a negative or not good enough or you're not working hard enough, you lose all motivation for it. You're going to do the bare minimum. And it's just going to be a really hostile and miserable environment to be in. So the things that you tell yourself and the narrative that goes on inside your head is very, very similar. And if you are someone that is trying to make positive improvements to your health and fitness and the internal narrative in your mind is constantly berating yourself and telling you you're not doing good enough, you know, even though you're trying your best, you know, you're you're still missing the mark, you should have done this, you should have done that. It's going to drain the motivation out of you. It's going to take you further away from your goals. It's going to make you much less likely to want to keep going. If we're subjected to criticism, whether that's from ourselves or from someone else on a daily basis consistently, no, you're not going to be buzzing about life to get going. It, you, nobody would... It's just, it's common sense really. But as humans, we seem to forget that the way we speak to ourselves can have 
the same impact as if it's someone else telling us these things. So it's really, really important to pay attention to what it is you're telling yourself because it goes in, you do hear yourself and it, it can get you stuck in this constant negativity cycle of pulling yourself down, dragging the motivation out of you and then making it really, really difficult to get yourself going again. Rather than just saying to yourself, okay, I tried, this week might not have been 100%, but I did this right, I did that right, I done this well, and next week maybe I'll try something else or try a different approach. It's just about giving yourself that little bit of leeway, that little bit of a break to acknowledge that you've done well and there's always other things you can try if you want to. I think as well it's, self-compassion it's a big part of it is is just accepting that we're all the same we're all we're all humans we all make mistakes we all are on this crazy journey of life every single person that you meet every single person that you see every single person that posts this amazing nice shiny life all over social media has stuff going on in the background and it's not the stuff we speak about because you know, some people are not comfortable speaking about it. Some people don't like how it sounds. Some people don't like the picture that it paints, but we are all the same. And I think that's what we forget. You know, again, in this crazy world just now of social media and comparison and all this stuff that we get sucked into and we think this person's life is amazing and perfect and brilliant. And here's mine, boring and, you know... (laughs) whatever, I've got all this other stuff going on or I've got all these stresses. Everybody's going through the same. And I think just really realising that and paying attention to that and knowing that we're all just doing our best can be can be quite a nice thought as well. There is always going to be times where we have to say no to, you know doing things, going to the gym or going out for the run or having to cut the run short. Um, I'm really sorry if you can hear things in the background here. My cat's just decided to wake up and start playing. Uh, I hope he doesn't start meowing in the background in a minute. Um, So, yeah, there's always going to be times when we can't do everything. And again, that's okay. That goes back to a lifestyle that goes back to doing life while working on your goals whatever they are and one thing that I really really like to use with my clients and it's actually always received well is to have a toolbox if you want to call it that or a set of non-negotiables daily non-negotiables and these are you know these are bandied about this term's bandied about all the time now right But I think sometimes we we sort of forget exactly what it means. And the way that I like to describe it to my clients and, you know, put it in place for them to use is to say to them, pick three, between three and five small things that you can do on a daily basis, or if you prefer over the week, that you're going to do no matter what, no matter how bad things get no matter how you know out of control the week gets there's always something in the day that you can control and for an example these are just small things they're not 
huge things. They're not meant to be things that are setting you up to fail. But for an example, if you had three, that might be getting out for a daily walk. And by that, I don't mean committing to 10 miles or out for an hour. It could be 10 minutes. It could be five minutes, if that's really all you can manage. If the weather's terrible, it can be marching around your house for 10 minutes. But getting that 10 minutes of daily movement in is your absolute non-negotiable. Drinking X amount of water. So let's say two litres. Now, again, this will vary depending on your size and your output and all this sort of stuff. But give yourself a bare minimum. And if you're somebody that struggles to drink water, well, think about how you can break that up in the day. Can you drink a big glass as soon as you get up? Can you drink another glass with your coffee in the morning? Is there times during the day where you can set yourself a little reminder? All these things. But set yourself an amount and make sure you drink it during the day. And then, for example, you're going to hit four portions of vegetables or four portions of fruit and vegetables every day. And again, think about how you break that up. Don't get to nighttime and think, oh, I need to put four vegetables on my plate. Think about it. Can you stick some berries in with your fruit, your breakfast in the morning? Can you have a, a piece of fruit as a snack rather than a chocolate biscuit or whatever in the morning? Can you have one vegetable with your lunch and then one with your dinner at night? Break it up into small things. But if you have three daily non-negotiables, and say, for example, that's what you've chosen, do them every day because if you then have a workout planned that you can't do or you want to hit whatever, 100 grams of protein and it doesn't work or you've got something else scheduled in for the day and the day loses control, whatever happens and you don't do it, you still have your non-negotiables. So going back to being self-compassionate, you can say, okay, well, I didn't manage the run. I didn't manage the workout. I didn't hit my protein, but I'm still proud of myself because I hit my daily non-negotiables. These are things that I could control that I've managed to tick off. And it just gives you that little bit of a boost. So even when you feel like everything else is out with your control, these three things can be super, super, super helpful because they do just help to give you that little bit of control over the day or the week or whatever it is. So they can be really useful. And again, don't forget to give yourself credit for them because these are still things that are having a positive impact on your health. So you absolutely should say, well done, like give yourself a pat on the back for them. If you've managed to tick these off every single day, that is really, really well done. Because again, if you're somebody that's been trying to make improvements for a longer period of time, chances are you've maybe started from a place of hardly any movement at all, or really not drinking a lot of water at all, not even monitoring it. And maybe you struggle to get any fruit and veg into your diet. So if you've gone from that to a place of hitting those three small things every single day, that's huge. So really give yourself credit for it. And that sort of leads me on to my next point that I want to make. This is another thing that I see a lot. And it is people changing the goalposts for themselves. So again, think about where you started from. So you know, this will be completely individual, but 
maybe you are starting from a place of zero exercise, really, really low activity levels for, for the day or just in general, hardly drinking any water, drinking loads of alcohol, you know, drinking, you know, loads of really high sugary drinks, um, whatever it is, you know, just making choices that are not really in line with a healthy lifestyle. So if you go from that to eating two vegetables a day or drinking a litre of water a day, that's amazing. Like it's really, really amazing because that's a big jump. So take it on, think about it as you as an individual. So if you then see someone on social media who's, you know, hitting three litres of water a day and hitting five fruit and veg a day. And again, I'm just using these for example, but I think you, you know what I'm getting at here. So don't compare yourself to that person. You know, if you the following week manage to get two litres of water a day or five fruit and veg, that's brilliant. But then the week after, you know, you take a slight dip again, but you're still doing better than where you started. Amazing. It's really, really amazing. So don't then get frustrated with yourself because you've not then kept your new target after one week or your new, you know, the new level after one week. Stop changing the goalposts for yourself because it's a surefire way just to get yourself overwhelmed and another way to beat yourself up and not practice self-compassion. Give yourself credit for any improvements that you make. And really the more that you do it and the more positive reinforcement and praise and recognition that you give yourself, you will continue to make more and more choices in line with that. Because if your head and your body and your lifestyle is a happy, healthy place to be, it bleeds out and it continues to get better. If your whole being and your headspace and your, you know, everything else is down and negative and all of this stuff and you feed into that, that's the way it will continue to go. And that's not a place where anybody wants to make better choices or healthier choices in line with goals that they have. It's worth touching on as well, like the all or nothing mindset, you know, this sort of, I suppose, goes with a lot of things, you know, any sort of mindset topic or habit topic that we try to make. But again, having an all or nothing mindset goes completely against being self-compassionate towards yourself because, again, it goes back to there's maybe things that happen that you cannot control. Therefore, you miss the workout or you miss the gym and you say to yourself, oh, well, the whole week's done now, the whole week's ruined, so I'm just going to go and get five McDonald's at the weekend or I'm just going to go and drink three bottles of wine or I'm not doing my walk because the whole week's basically in the bin. That is... That is not self-care. That is not self-compassionate. There's no need to be thinking just because one thing hasn't went according to plan. You can't do the other stuff. Go back to your non-negotiables and give yourself credit for them. Be compassionate to yourself. Tell yourself, okay, this didn't work, but amazing. Look at what I've managed to do. That's so much better than where I was six months ago. 
give yourself the praise for it, give yourself the credit for it. And also think about the, the, the cycle that it sort of feel, gets you stuck in. Again, like I said before, if you're in this constant sort of negative cycle of talking bad to yourself, it really sucks you down. So, and it will, it will suck the motivation out of you. So keep an eye on the sort of the cycle that you're in with it and really try your best to give yourself a pat on the back Give yourself permission to have a rest when you need it because sometimes having a rest and having a break is the most productive thing that you can do for your progress. So keep it in mind. And another wee point that I want to, to touch on is stop making promises to yourself that you can't keep. Stop setting yourself unrealistic expectations unrealistic goals that you are unable to keep. For example, if you're a person right now who doesn't do any structured exercise and you tell yourself, right, that's it from next week. Uh, I've got five gym sessions booked. I'm going to empty my cupboards completely and bin all the chocolate in the house. I'm going to pour all my wine down the sink, whatever it is that's really unrealistic and you are setting yourself up to fail. And the, the problem with that is you then get sort of drawn back into the cycle of failing and not doing what you say that you're going to do. It then breaks the trust that you have in yourself. It makes you believe that you'll never be able to do it. You'll never be able to succeed. And it also just gives you more reasons to beat yourself up and not practice self-compassion. But realistically, the goal the goalposts were just far too high. The expectations that you put on yourself were far too high. Being self-compassionate is setting yourself realistic goals that you are going to be able to achieve. So something that could be much more achievable, again, going back to if you're somebody that does no exercise whatsoever, and you have a fat loss goal. Think to yourself, right, sit with your diary and think, okay, so I've got a bit of time here. I've got a bit of time here. I'm going to try and do two workouts next week, or I'm going to try and do one workout and one high activity day, whatever it is, get the kids packed up, get the friends packed up, the dog, and get out for a 5K walk. And you're going to do a gym session. You are going to leave the chocolate where it is. You're going to leave the wine where it is. But you're going to try and eat three vegetables every day. If you get to the end of that next week and you have managed to have the three vegetables, do the workout and go the big walk, that's amazing. Give yourself credit for that because starting from nothing to that, that's three huge positive changes that you've made. So keep that in mind and give yourself credit the fact that you've done that. Don't then focus on the fact that you still had a bit of chocolate or you still had a couple of glasses of wine. Stop beating yourself up. Be compassionate. Be self-compassionate because you have made three really positive changes and steps towards a healthier lifestyle. 
something that's really useful to think about and again I think we've all sort of heard this before but again you know we, we hear these things and it goes in one ear and out the other but really thinking about it and actually applying it is just to think of yourself as a friend so if you have a friend who was struggling with something or you know something you know a big event happens in their life and they're not able to do absolutely everything they said they were going to do what would you tell that friend you know you would tell them take a rest like you need a break you are doing really well you've got a lot on your plate just now that's great that you're still managing to do little things to look after yourself but you know take a rest take a break and start speaking to yourself the same way and start allowing yourself to have a rest, whether that is physical or mental, whatever it is you need, then allow yourself to have it because that is real self-compassion. And it's not, like I said at, at the start of this episode, that doesn't mean lie on the sofa for five hours a day, every day for the rest of your life because that will just feed into a negative cycle. But take the rest when you need it. Think about how you really feel, connect to how you really feel and tune into what you actually what you actually need. So hopefully that has been a little bit helpful. I know these things are easy to say and to listen to and I know it's something that a lot of us struggle with. Um, particularly I would say women or women that I speak to really, really struggle with it a lot. And it's something that can take a little bit of practice to implement into your routine and into your days. But even if you can just tell yourself, well done, you done well, you done good doing that, then that's a step in the right direction. So give it a try. If you want to reach out or have a chat or you have any ideas that you would like to hear for future podcasts, then please get in touch. So I am an online fitness coach and I offer one-to-one coaching for people that want to really find balance with fitness, nutrition and lifestyle because I know how challenging that can be for a lot of people to be able to live a healthy lifestyle without having to give up everything that they enjoy and making fitness fun as well. So if you want to get in touch with me, again, just to have a chat or inquire about coaching or give me some ideas about what you would like to hear in a future episode, then the best way to do so is just to drop me a DM on Instagram. My handle is at lmt.fitness. I would love to hear from you. And if you've enjoyed this episode, it would be amazing if you could rate it and share it and yeah, leave me a comment. So thank you very much for listening and I hope to hear you in the next one.